Surprise, I'm not Alex. Uh, the good news is Alex is not ill, and his mother-in-law, it's not about his mother-in-law. I'm going to tell everybody whether he wanted anybody to know. Uh, he went to Ohio because his oldest grandson is graduating, and he had lived with him for a while, and he wanted to see him graduate. So I said, good, you write everything, I'll read it. <laughs> so this is a sermon called Joy. And it has to do with joy in our hearts and souls and a lot to do with joy in his church. Okay, so. Uh, this is from Galatians 5.22. Laughing, something that we all do, little babies and adults that doctors say is good, for, good medicine and it relieves stress, can cure headaches and fight infections. In fact, when we laugh, it is as good as exercise. That's what I get most of my exercise doing. Uh, the pulse can double from 60 to 120. The systolic blood pressure can shoot from normal 120 to 200. Once we stop, heartbeat and blood pressure also dip below normal, a sign of reduced stress. Laughter is healthy. Proverbs. Mer There's going to be several quotes out of the Bible today. Proverbs, a merry heart does good like a medicine, but we don't always feel like laughing. The reason we laugh is because something makes us happy, but we don't always laugh because we're not, always not laugh because we're not happy. But there is a delight, a gladness of heart, a rapture in the soul that goes above and beyond happiness. It is called joy. Now, there's a big difference between joy and happiness, even though we often use them together. You can't be happy without being joyful. But you can be joyful without being happy. Happiness is external. Joy is internal. Happiness depends on outside circumstances. Joy depends on inside character. Happiness depends on what happens to you. Joy depends on who lives within you. Happiness is based on chance. Joy is based on choice. The word happiness comes from an old English word, hap, H-A-P-P, which means chance. Same as Latin, fortuna, F-O-R-T-U-N-A, which means luck. If things happen the way we want them to happen, then we are happy. But if they don't happen the way we want them to, we're unhappy. Happiness is temporary. Joy is permanent, settled. One of the greatest and most attractive qualities of a church and a Christian can have is joy. We want our church to be known as a place of joy. We want people to find joy when they come to this church. Christians should be a, in, be a festival of joy. C.S. Lewis said, joy is the serious business of heaven. Lee Isley said, church is where God goes when God wants to have fun. We should be joyful. The words of joy and joyful are used 250 times in the Bible. The word rejoice is used 200 times in the Bible. So over 450 times we are told to be joyful and rejoice. 
we should rejoice so much that we can rejoice over our rejoicing. Let's try that again. We should rejoice so much that we can rejoice over our rejoicing. If you get close to God, you're going to be full of joy because in God's presence is fullness of joy. The psalmist said, but let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let them also who love your name be joyful in you. And that's from Psalms. Do you know why Jesus said all of that he said and why Jesus taught all that he taught? He said it in John 15, verse 11. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. God wants us to be full of joy. He wants us to be joyful. There's three things that Alex has written about. There is a joy in being a Christian. That should be our first joy, being a Christian. Have you ever stopped to think about the benefit package that comes with following Jesus? I wrote down just, uh, he wrote down just a few. There are many, many more. But think about it because you put your faith in God. And these are all quotes from the Bible. All of your sins are forgiven. Just think what a joy that is. That's from John 1, 7. You are a child in the family of God. The family of God. You are in the family of God. What a joy that should be for us. You are guaranteed a home in heaven. It doesn't say you may get one. It says you are guaranteed a home in heaven. That's from 1 Peter. God is always with you in the person of the Holy Spirit. Next week, we're going to be celebrating the Holy Spirit coming down upon the disciples uh, when you're supposed to wear red. Joyful. Be joyful. Uh, you have received eternal life, not just life here, but eternal life. You cannot die. That's in John 11:26. You cannot die. God works everything out for your good. Romans 8, 28. God will hear and answer your prayers. You will spend eternity with Jesus and his people. Our lives are planned. We will spend eternity with Jesus. What more joy could we have? That should set the joy bells ringing in your heart. There's an old Sunday school song that puts it this way. I've got joy, 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 die down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in my heart. We've got joy, 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 joy. Down in my heart today. Good job, yeah. Okay, the second thing we should think about joy is there is joy in serving God and serving people. Serving others and serving God brings great joy to us. We notice that in our church, don't we? It's a joy to come on Harvest Home and see that we're serving others. It's a joy to do this and see that we're serving others. It's a joy to be in church. Okay. I cannot, I cannot be happy unless I am doing something for God. Keep in mind, we're talking about the fruit of the Spirit. 
Jesus said in John 15, 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. In other words, if we really abide in Christ, we do a lot of good things. A healthy tree is a tree that makes fruit, and the same thing is true of a Christian. If you are healthy and you will bear fruit, the fruit of good works. A psychologist at Stanford University tried to show the real joy only comes when you are productive in our lives or bearing fruit. He hired a man, a logger. He said, I will pay you double what you get paid in the logging camp if you will just take the blunt end of this axe and just pound this log all day. You'll never have to cut one piece of wood. Just take the end that is flat and hit it as hard as you can, just as you would if you were logging, and you will get double your money. This man worked for half a day and then he quit. The psychologist asked him, why did you quit? Because every time I move an axe, I have to see the chips fly. If I don't see the chips fly, it's no fun. I wonder if sometimes we bang away on logs, just busy work. Then we produce no fruit, and because of that, we have no joy. So joy comes from serving God and serving people. And the third thing, which took me a long time to read, there is even joy in suffering. That doesn't sound right, does it? There is joy in suffering. And again, it's because the joy is internal. In this you rejoice, even if now for a little while you have had to suffer various trials so that the genuineness of your faith, being more precious than gold, that though perishable is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed to you. 1 Peter chapter 1, 6 and 7. Now I admit this is very hard to explain. It's very hard to understand. But the light of the God's joy shines even during the darkness of our suffering. Joy can survive the stormy waves of suffering long after happiness is gone. You see, joy cannot be taken from you by what happens to you. But joy can be taken from you by how you respond to what happens to you. That's a complicated sentence, isn't it? Joy cannot be taken from you by what happens to you, but joy can be taken from you by how you respond to what happened to you. Joni Erickson Tada knows about joy. She's a quadriplegic. A diving accident she has, a prime excuse to wallow in despair. She has endured 51 years of being a quadriplegic. She has had chronic pain and a previous battle battle against stage three breast cancer nine years ago. In 2010, she underwent a mastectomy and chemotherapy treatment, and in 2015, she was declared cancer-free. Last November, Joni went underwent surgery to remove the cancer from a small nodule that had developed at the site of the mastectomy. But she knows about joy. Joni tells about being surrounded by a crowd of women in a restroom during a break at a Christian woman's conference. One woman said, Oh, Joni, you always look so together, so happy in your wheelchair. I wish that I had your joy. 
Joni glanced at the nicely dressed woman around her. She knew that the break would soon be over. How could she answer this woman's question in about 60 seconds? In fact, may I tell you honestly how I woke up this morning, Joni said. Several women leaned against the counter to listen. This is an average day, she breathed deeply. After my husband Ken leaves for work at 6 a.m., I'm alone until I hear the front door open at 7 a.m. That's when a friend arrives to get me up. While I listen to her make coffee, I pray, Oh Lord, my friend will soon give me a bath, get me dressed, sit me up in my chair, brush my hair and teeth, and send me out the door. I don't have the strength to face this routine one more time. I have no resources. I don't have a smile to take into the day, but you do. May I have yours, God. I need you desperately. So what happens when your friend comes through the door in the bedroom door? One of the women asked. I turn my head toward her, said Joni, and I give her a smile. Send straight from heaven. It's not mine. It's God's. And so, she said, gesturing to her paralyzed legs, whatever joy you see today was hard won this morning. The women, the women in the restroom were silent. And, Joni said, it's the only way to live. It's the Christian way to live. So you're going through difficult time right now. It's beyond your power to smile. That's all right, but you need to know that far beneath the surface, where nobody else can see, there is an inexpressible joy that is available to you. Won't you ask him to give you his joy so that even if that smile never makes it to your face, it will still live in your heart? May you receive his joy this day. Friends, this world can take many things away from you. It can take not only your most precious possessions, it can also take your dearest relationships. But there is one possession it cannot take from you, and that is eternal life and the joy that comes with it. Amen.